Hello and welcome back to Opinionated. This is um, episode two of a new format and today joining me I have um, Jack Heatman who you may remember from series one episode one the Tory who is no longer a Tory. Hello uh, yes I am no longer a Tory as uh, one year of indoctrination through my uh, A-levels A-level politics has led me to realise that uh, a more educated view of the world is probably more left-wing. Well, that is a great revelation to come to. Come to. Um, so today we are doing, uh, well, we're mainly going to be talking about uh, federalisation as um, as Keir Starmer has recently announced that he is uh, he has uh, put together um, a, a group of experts to uh, make policy about federalisation and see if it can be greater devolution among the UK. So, Jack, what do you think of federalisation? I think federalisation at the sort of like national level, so at like national level federalisation in the UK would work quite well, i.e. like, you know, Scotland, Wales, England uh, and Northern Ireland working more like US states having their own seats of government, England getting its own part, like its own parliament separate to Westminster, perhaps, um, and, you know, Scotland having more powers and Wales having more powers and Northern Ireland having more powers. I think that would make the union a lot stronger as like a whole. But the way that I kind of think your view on it, sort of like at the county level would make everything way too convoluted. And you'd need a complete re, re like reorganization of the entire government of the United Kingdom, really. You'd need so many more like buildings to, to house all these new representatives and i don't know whether a parliamentary democracy would work in this circumstance or else or would have to form more of like a republican sort of like uk well i definitely agree with the a greater devolution for the countries of the uk but um i believe that devolution is not strong enough to keep the union together the country still won't be satisfied with the uh, with the uh, uh, acts taken at Westminster. So I believe a, a more regional government, like East Midlands and West Midlands and places like that, having their own seats of government uh, or at county level, would restore um, national trust as well as having more localization. Mm, yeah, I kind, I kind of, I kind of agree with you there on having like a to the local level, to the degree of region like the East Midlands, West Midlands, uh, maybe the southeast, the southwest, and uh, Yorkshire and uh, Cumbria and Northumberland. I think at that level, that w- it, it would work quite well because then you'd still only have ten sort of states in England, and then you'd probably split Wales in half and Scotland into four, and then Northern Ireland can probably just stay as Northern Ireland because that's tiny anyway. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of, I agree with you, there, as that would make it a bit, you know, less convoluted than the county level. And then maybe even within those states, you could even give devolved powers to the counties that way. And then representatives as a whole are for the in London for a whole are just part of that region. So that would make. Oh, oh no, no, sorry, no, 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 it's all right. No, it's all right. I finished. I was... Okay, that would make perfect sense. I believe. Uh... Like if you look at the United States, as as although it has so many flaws, it doesn't have strong independence movements. You've probably got Cascadia, you've got California, 
New England, Texas, but they have tiny amounts of support. If we have more federalization in the UK, I personally believe the support for independence would decrease fearful saving the union. Well, yeah, it would save the union. It's, it's pretty pretty obvious. Um, I'm actually looking right. I'm actually looking right now at the um, uh, proposed provinces uh, for England. There's eight eight provinces in England if it became federalised. It didn't list them, but it splits the UK up. Anyway, besides the point, yeah, it would definitely keep the union together. Um, as I'm pretty sure Scotland having be, like in pretty much entire control of everything that goes on within Scotland and Westminster not having an entire not having an entire like you know maybe federal laws as a whole like setting the standards for huge crimes but you could have a state level penal system and a uh, and then a you know federal level penal system much like America you could have you know you know like so defense is also sort of weird in America in like a national not State defence is weird in America because they have the National Guard and State Guard and State Marshals and all that. I think something like that could work in terms of in terms of like Scotland having more control over its own borders. It wouldn't need to rely on the UK, uh, the UK armed forces for that. So that would probably make them feel like they have much more control. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it would definitely keep the union together. I personally believe devolving for military would be a very dangerous move, as we have one of the best yeah, militaries in the world. To add on that, I wouldn't say devolve the military, but I mean have more of like a state guard sort of style, like in America. Okay, that makes sense. But do you think organisations like Black Lives Matter might get ruined? Like, not ruined, sorry, uh, might get worried over that because it's arming more um, state officials. Perhaps, perhaps on the one, yeah, on the one side, yeah, you, you, there is something to be concerned about when arming more, um, you know, police officers or state officials. Inevitably, there will be some bad apples out there who will abuse their power. That's a given in any sort of country. Um, but maybe if, maybe when it comes to like defence, maybe then instead of having them on their own, sort of in their territory, they have like their own border force then. Something like that. Okay. Uh, me and you, we have quite differing opinions on most things, but on on this subject, we agree a, a bit. But surely, if, if um, def, devolution and uh, more regional powers is so good, and federalization is so good, the government would have adopted it already. So why do you think? The government hasn't adopted it. Well, with the type of government we have, if I'm being honest, Josh, um, it's very London-centric, very Britain-centric, very like old imperialism, sort of like um, England rules, and you know the rest of the union gets left behind. They 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 still living in the past, basically. They're living in the former glories of our country rather than looking to the future, trying to build a much better nation, much more unified nation for the future. Because they just don't some of the things they believe in just don't fucking work anymore. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to swear. I don't know if swearing's allowed. Um, just don't. Hey, it's fine. It's just fine. don't work anymore. For me, honestly, it's, it's they they. Yeah, they sort of have an old, especially this government, this anti-Scottish government, this anti-Scottish government being uh, so against Scotland having another referendum because they're really scared that um, it will lead to them leaving. 
and my question is if Scotland's not if Scotland's are not worth so much as most Tory supporters are saying, why are they so scared about them leaving the union? Now, the reason and I, for me to answer that, I can answer my own question for that, because if Scotland starts leaving the union, then it starts making the UK as a whole look bad and tarnishes their um international view. Like, oh, they're so in, in, unstable nowadays. Um, they can't even keep their own people inside the union. So it's all about reputation and image for these government that we need to get rid of them, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that is very true. I personally, like, it's a different matter, but I personally believe that Scotland relies on the UK and the UK relies on Scotland. Um, but uh, do you believe that federalisation and localisation might make um, Scotland's... Uh, uh, Scotland leaving for union easier. Yeah, well, see, the problem with that federalisation and more devolved powers is it would probably give them the power to just secede rather than need a referendum. Obviously, in order for it to be democratic, they'd probably do a referendum. But in terms of like, if there if there was some kind of like sanctions or really like draconian measures placed on Scotland because the thing about leaving, they could just secede with these with these more devolved powers, which would. And also, also would make um, the transition period between them being in the union and leaving the union much easier after a referendum as well, and would therefore put less strain on the UK economy as a whole. So, another plus, I'd say. Yeah, um, we agree on that federalisation will stamp out separatism, but uh, some people say that federalisation will make separatism easier. What do you say to people that say that? For the large majority, it won't. It will, separatists will die down and say, "Okay, these new measures are all good." But I think when it comes to like Scottish nationalists, they'll want to leave the union no matter whether, no matter whether they feel, whether no matter how they feel, because they just don't, simply are anglophobic. They don't like England at all. They despise the whole idea of England. Same with Welsh nationalists, if I'm being honest. They, they, no matter how, no matter how many more devolved powers we give them, they'll still not be happy and they'll still want to leave. But for the vast majority, it will definitely make. The, makes the uh, it down into a minority rather than a majority in terms of Scottish independence. Obviously, Welsh independence, I think, is just a fad at the moment and will die down anyway after they realise that um, no one cares and we won't and the UK simply just won't grant them a referendum. So, no, <laughs> they're, too, they're too small and into, to anger to anger that Welsh that Welsh nationalist who was on last week. Wales is just so insignificant that we, there's no even point offering them a referendum because England just thinks they're, they're not worth peanuts and just keeps them around as the court jester to go off topic a little bit, you know. Okay, well, once he comes back on um, the show, I'm definitely going to uh, get his uh, uh, his answer to that, um, see what he thinks about that. Um, maybe you two could go on a show together one day. Probably, um, probably. As long as you don't uh, rip each other to shreds. Um, well, do you think? Can I, can I say something? Oh, well, to be fair, yeah. I, don't, I don't think in an actual proper debate it would rip each other to shreds because he sounds like um, like articulate enough to handle a debate without bringing emotion into it. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that federalisation um, would pop up more? separatist movements for example in yorkshire they've got the uh, yorkshire party uh, without um without even much localization 
But they've got the Yorkshire Party and they believe in having a devolved parliament for Yorkshire. Do you think they may become separatists if they get that devolved parliament? No, because Yorkshire is not a very, like, rich... Like so, so, as a whole, it's kind of like a... It's an all-right region, but it is not the richest. And it, it, the North could survive. If the entirety of the North ceded, they could survive. But no, Yorkshire on its own wouldn't, in my opinion. They, they just can't... It's just not financially stable. They'd become a third-world country. I, I do agree there. Um, but... So, uh, we say in fed- federalization is well. I'm saying federalization is needed to save the union. But do you believe there's any other measures that could be taken? Uh, there is actually something I've learned. I'm not sure. I've forgotten what it really means. But there was something called quasi federalization, which is sort of like half federalization, really. So let me just have a look. Okay. Quasi federalism. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's, it's 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 sort of an intermediate version of um, uh, federalism that uh, it sort of combines federal government and a unitary government together. Uh, it pretty much gives it would mean giving Scotland more seats, Scotland and Wales more seats in uh, the UK Parliament in order to boost up representation. Because to be fair, they are really underrepresented as it is. Yeah. But and um, the Tories are actually planning boundary changes where I believe it's four seats get taken out of Wales. Um, oh, that's so they have left seats. No, that's just wrong in my opinion. You can't, you can't have. So what does that mean? Like a constituency would encompass part of the England and part of it Wales. Then uh, I'm I'm not entirely sure, but I know that the government are planning boundary changes, which would benefit the Tories. Mm, no, that's just wrong in my opinion. We need. I think so. The U, so England just has way too many seats, and Wales and Scotland just don't have enough seats. Um, yeah, it's just I think sort of adding more seats to them and add, giving them more devolved powers. You know, maybe sort of giving more money to Wales for them to properly set up their government. You know, organise their government in a more structured way. Maybe um, th- that would work, but. Full federalism probably will be at some point. Like any kind of devolved powers that aren't isn't like creating a federal system would probably only be a short-term solution that would lead to future sort of changes. Yeah, definitely. Um, People have accused the Labour Party of uh, just planning devolution. Like the Labour Party have not released documents on devolution uh, on federalization yet i believe but they are uh looking into it but people have accused the labor party of doing it just to get more votes but i personally believe that the labor party supporting federal federalization would lose some votes what what do you think no i don't think it would lose some votes though because there isn't there isn't really many like lefty nationalists in the labor party i'd say um, you believe in sort of an anglocentric view? Um, no, I think it would gain them more votes. And in my opinion, people moaning about them using it to get more votes—it's probably it's fucking po- it's bloody politics. There is there is no there is no there is no, no there is nothing nothing sacred in gaining votes for politicians. So they should probably just shut up. They should. Um, yeah, um, 
they should, they can go ahead and publish their documents. I know for one that would increase my chances of voting. You know, I'm probably going to vote for you know Labour anyway, especially for my especially on a local level because postman Pat ain't doing too well. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely <laughs> say I'd definitely say federalism would boost their um vote, voting base. And because it doesn't, just to be fair, it doesn't alienate Scotland. It doesn't alienate Wales. So, yeah, of course, it will boost their um, numbers. Okay. Um, do you want to explain who Postman Pat is? So, Postman Pat is is Gedling's local MP, Tom Randall. He he. So he had so many promises given to the constituency of Gedling at the beginning. He's delivered like none of them or he's delivered one of them but it was like something really small something to do like a, and, he, and i think the biggest things i've seen of him he came to my school and i spoke to him in person he's a lovely fella in terms of like personal and non-political sort of things uh, he he's probably the first he's probably the first sort of inkling i had of that i don't agree with conservatism because imagine you're in a boat that's an inside joke there um uh, <laughs> but yeah um he he was a sort he was a weird geezer though, but he I think the biggest three things I've seen he took a picture outside Arnold Flea Market and he took a picture outside a fish and chip shop and we haven't seen much else of him and he just doesn't respond to people's um, emails or if he does it's a very like it's a very uh, really half-assed sort of statement and he just doesn't seem to care about Gedling if I'm being honest even though he is Gedling born and bred unlike previous MP Vernon Coker he isn't even Gedling born. He he lives in Gedling now, I think, but he well, it, yeah it he isn't Gedling born. Yeah, he did so much more for the constituency, but he in my opinion he was just more of an intelligent man, and yeah cared more about the, the actual people because he was a he was a head teacher at school, so he cared more about the actual people. Yeah, he's now a lord. Yeah. Well, he's um, been uh, given a lordship, Lord Coker, which is great news. Well, I kind of wanted him to run again in twenty twenty four, but. Yeah, so did I, to be but honest. Maybe, but I guess who, there are other to options. To change it from federalism to this, who would you want to run? I know, this is, I know it's your podcast, but um, who would you want to sort of be running for Labour next uh, next election then? Um, on, on a local uh, level? Get, like, no, the next general election, who would you want running for the Gedling constituency in Labour? Oh, def- definitely Michael Payne. Um, for people who don't know who he is, he is... Um, a, uh, I believe he's a borough councillor or a county councillor uh, of the Labour Party. Yeah, it's bo- yeah, he's a deputy leader of a borough council, um, and he, uh, uh, believe he either won his seat uh, at NEC or he uh, ran for the NEC. But he is honestly a great man, great politician, um, and he is on more of a centre side of Labour, like more of a Starmer-centric Labour. New Labour. Yes, New Labour. Uh, and also, yeah, he really cares about his area, because his area is quite small. But he does he does yeah. all kinds of things. He does a lot of things. So, from from small things like at Remembrance Time, putting poppies everywhere, to you know, defend, like, helping get shift travellers off land and stuff. Yeah, he he is a great defender of the community, and I really do hope that in uh, 2024 he runs uh, for MP for Gedling, uh, and hopefully gets um, Tom Randall. Well, he's already, he already he already made Tom Randall look like a mug on Twitter, so 
you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's easy to do. But he, but... He, he doesn't he doesn't really defend himself though, Tom Randall. Like, you say all kinds of things to him. He doesn't really. He only hits back about his politics. He doesn't really respond to his per- anyone's personal remarks because. Uh, just go on if you go on Facebook. Some of some of the comments are just brutal. I don't agree with half some of them. Calling him like the R word and saying he went making fun of the fact he has like a um, he has I think it's a arthritis or something, and people making fun of that uh, is a, is quite wrong in my opinion. But calling, yeah, that's calling a disgusting him, thing to do. Pat isn't like taking the mick out of. It's just here he looks like Postman Pat really, and that's quite. quite yeah, that's to be fair, Postman Pat's a national treasure, so I, I won't get offended call Postman Pat. <laughs> he also looks a bit like the slim controller from uh, Thomas Tank Engine. What? Instead of the fat controller, is the slim controller? Yeah, the feels. Uh, oh, I forgot his name. It's like is it Monday? But feels like a slim controller in the um, uh, Thomas Tank Engine. It looks exactly like him. Anyway, no, so some of them are quite clever though. Like um, one of them, so he said swing on Facebook, and someone commented, "Excuse me, Mister Randall, can I ask you this question? Do you own a black and white cat?" Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> well, to be fair, I do find that funny, but attacking his um, like as you said, I believe he has arthritis, but attacking stuff like that is wrong, and no one yeah, should do that. If you go, so yeah, like. If you're gonna find, you're gonna take the mick out of a politician. Be clever about it. Don't just, just go for the easy shots. Yeah. Um, well, Jack, thank you for joining me. I, this yeah, was an uh, interesting I, I discussion. I enjoyed this very much. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you would like to say? Uh, have me on again. <laughs> okay. I'll try and um, t- um, I'll try to persuade Lloyd to. Go on with you at the same time. Yeah, I think I think I think that'd be it'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting episode to go on about, especially especially because I yeah. play devil's advocate so much. So no one knows. Like it's really hard for people to pick out my true sort of views because I've played devil. So, yeah, I mean, you are quite a reactionary to be honest. No, but it's quite an interesting tool because you get to find out more about people playing it that way sometimes. Then when you do reveal your actual things, yeah. you know, it all ends well. So. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for joining me. It's been great having you on. And uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. goodbye.